0: I've heard this several times, look before you leap. But here is the meaning that I would like to attach with this saying. This is what I want to tell you. Look inside yourself, understand yourself, strengthen your abilities. Before you take that plunge, your first step towards your goal. I'm Mashani Nigam. Your host Streaming from Australia. I help businesses, entrepreneurs in this post-COVID world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content. But over here, I help you, aspiring leaders, students from all across the globe, to take your first step towards your goal. This season, with taking your first step ever, there's also a bit of twist to it we will be discussing something very important in taking your first step, which is you. It's all about you, your abilities, and your internal environment that takes you to the first step. So my friends, get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where I engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step but The way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities and that is what we are going to unleash this season. So if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to, at wherever place you are right now, then get ready for this season. Welcome my friends, welcome to the second episode of My First Step Ever Season 2 and today we have Stuart Little. Yes, you heard that correctly, our guest speaker there is Stuart Little and he is definitely not a little guy, he has done some big things in his life so far. Stuart is based out of New Zealand, Auckland to be precise and he has been in this industry in the digital marketing space since past 15 or more years and he's an experienced salesperson and now he has started his own LinkedIn creative strategy company. Over here, he gives you the right advice and the right coaching to get your personal brand going on. Sure. thank you so much for coming on My First Step
1: Ever. Oh, you're most welcome. I, I'm, I'm delighted to be here. It's um, yeah, thank you for accommodating me. I think it's uh, it's a great great opportunity for a conversation, which I really enjoy. So, really thank you for that.
0: So, before I get into the questions that I was really uh, you know excited to ask you, understand your opinion and your view on that, yeah. I want to just going to ask this question. I, I'm sure a lot of people must have asked you. What is the secret behind your name, Stuart Little? <laughs> That's very interesting.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this is a good one. Um- I'm glad you asked me that. That's a great, that's a great one to start with. Um, look, there's no secret behind it. I guess, you know, like I was, the books, the books are a lot older than I am, thankfully. Um, uh, yeah, 1950s book, um, originally was written by a writer, E.B. White. So if you've seen the movies, you've seen, um, references it into other places, you, you may, may know about that. But, um, I guess, you know it's, for me it's just been normal right but it has been one of those things that i've i've been able to use to my advantage um i embraced it you know i've 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 pretty much had every conceivable way that you could use the mouse um which i've you know I, is is kind of an extension of me really weird weirdly i guess but you know everyone who's got the name carries the carries the responsibility of the mouse i guess so yeah we're all we're all part of that but it's um it's, it's been interesting, I guess, from a sales perspective. I've been in sales my, my career, so having something which breaks the ice, and obviously, uh, I've used it when I've opened um, in conversation because, you know, people laugh, you know, they just immediately they laugh about it.
0: When I was kind of going through your work history, your profile, and yeah. I understood that you graduated long back, but you have been into the industry. You saw this digital world, digital industry, you know, you've you saw that trend coming in very early and you started building on. And off late, you've also upgraded yourself, upskilled yourself with sales marketing, with yeah. sales tribe I see over there. So there's one thing very sure that you are really uh, on point. You keep a track of what's happening in the market and that's what a great marketer does. With your agency eight, you are also having in session on LinkedIn. It's all about LinkedIn. You're helping people yeah. out with building building their brand so before i or we discuss all this i wanted to ask you what excited you about getting into this profession
1: so, look. I guess um, it's 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 genuinely a progression thing. I think you're right in pointing that out. I've always been a a person who's um, I've had a, a, a genuine interest in in technology and its evolution over time. Uh, I guess I've I've been fortunate to witness many changes, many changes in that space, and I've always kind of when I when I got into um, my first sales role, it was. Um, you know, I was working with IT companies, and then I moved in. You know, through that, pro, you know, natural progression uh, of, of end up leading a business and 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 being part of a um, a larger organization. And then when I moved to New Zealand again, I I did a small amount of time not working in IT, but you know, gravitated back towards it. So for me, it's it's just a. I think I've got a natural fascination, but I also like um, solving problems for people. Um, I mean, I guess that's the essence of any sales role ultimately is that you're there to really help customers acknowledge the challenges they have and how they can apply um, technology, if that's the right solution, um, to, to the outcome. So I, I, I really enjoy those those conversations. So as I saw things moving from a, um, a to a, a digital world and when I say digital I mean like online and having a, you know the, the the native spaces that we're all familiar with now um that is to say cloud-driven services and everything as a service um I I just felt that um, sales would move on to that space, and and that there'll be more businesses and more people involved in understanding how to deliver better customer outcomes quicker using technology as the enabler. So that's really what's been the drive for me to, uh, I guess, start my own business ultimately, um, which I've been doing, I've had for over a year now, which is um, is is cool. You know, I I, I really enjoy the fact that I can say that. You know, I survived to to 2020, um, but. But at the end of the day it's um, I, you know it's been something I've worked on over a period of time so I applied a lot of the thinking that I that I work through with customers now practically it's not simply that you know I understand the methodology and then don't have practical experience so I'm able to draw upon um, actual implementation of the way I work um, you mentioned the in session and uh, that's kind of a baseline um, understanding of LinkedIn as a platform but also more importantly how it, you can leverage it to actually get outcomes for your business, your team, and how your brand can shop differently.
0: Great, I mean, absolutely amazing. I was trying to understand your thought process, which you have mentioned very, very precisely, and it made us understand how you went about in your career. It was somewhere it was your interest, and the the other half was that your own understanding of you know uh, just being aware of the environment, what's happening. Yeah taking the advantage of it and going ahead and seeing how you can structure your business or maybe even if you're in job, how you can utilize yeah. the trends and be a, go- a top performer in your company as well. So I think yeah. it works both the way. And I absolutely love what you mentioned about I like solving problems. That's the essence of sales. And I think that yeah. is the sense of anyone who really wants to start a business because in the end of the, at the end of the day, you are solving a problem, so I think if you look from that perspective, it's easy. It's 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 easier to see where you want to go, how you want to build your model. So, Stuart, as you mentioned, uh, your agency is just like uh, one year old, which means you started just at the brink of. Co- yeah cool. just
1: pri- it was november so prior yeah it's uh it was it was quite something, so you know I went through the the whole shock factor but you know the the advantage of having you know like i 've got an open mindset right i've got a growth mindset i i you know I, I genuinely believe that I'm a heavy strategic thinker and and but an um you know and I have the ability to 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 gather information and make it relevant and 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 i'm also have the ability to to arrange and activate, you know, like I I bring things together and then just make stuff happen. Who sits back and wanders and ponders and, and wonders what if, you know, I need to, I have ideas, but I can bring that together. So fortunately the world, which I'm operating in is a digital one. This kind of conversation is very familiar to me. I was doing this actively for a long period of time. So when it, when, when COVID struck, it wasn't, It didn't disable me in that respect. It just, what it allowed me to do was just think slightly differently. Now, a lot of your, the people I guess we're we're talking to today may have, they're they're more native to this. They're coming from a much, uh, I guess, a a different um, generation in me. Dare I say it? Uh, but it's you know, like it's about mindset. It's about actually how, understanding how the technology enables people to do what they need to do. I mean, largely, I feel that um, you know, technology changes so fast that it's not really it's a, it's not really the essence of what you need to talk about. It's really what. Again, it's solving the problem, but it's, it's kind of how relevant you are to that space and what it is you understand about not only the challenges that that customer has, but what their customer has as well. I think that um, you know, if I switch back to LinkedIn, LinkedIn has, has grown out of this business environment and has... It's really the only platform that allows you to kind of engage in a way that's completely professional. Um, it's become a little more relaxed, but I think it's more valuable for that. I think you actually get to see more authentic relationships as a re- as a result, and you get to see how people genuinely are. So I don't think there's room for people to, you know, we're not at the point of taking pictures of our lattes or you know, and and things like that, and and yeah. sharing kind of what I'd term as um dull, boring information. I think that the majority of people are being real about who they are. They're sharing stuff about their personal life. They're sharing stuff about business experience. They're sharing stuff about what's happening trend wise. You know, like there's a complete there's a rounded way of presenting yourself in that in that environment, which doesn't necessarily equate to other social media.
0: I'm really glad we're having this conversation and in such depth because people who are listening to us right now they are students. They are aspiring leaders, and yeah. even if they, you are in your, you know, mid forties or mid thirties, if you are listening to this, I think at this point in time, as world is going digital, especially post COVID, people are slowly trying to understand the importance of going digital and yeah. to build your own personal brand. It's, it's, it's. We were having a very good conversation before we started this uh, episode, um, even before you build anything else you know business or you get into a job it's important that nowadays you build your brand and LinkedIn is a very very great platform so now that we were having this conversation it's all about building yourself your strengths your inner abilities yeah so this is one question I would like to ask you circumstances change and we have seen that in the COVID times and even the post-COVID world right now that we are living in what remains with us is our wisdom and our knowledge can you give an example from your personal life which describes the situation you know when the circumstances have, have gone just out of the window but you have kept <laughs> strong because you know what you, your metal i mean you know you knew what you were doing
1: yeah it's look it's interesting i think that um, you know you t- i, I- some things are out of your control i think covid covid is one of those ones which people talked about pandemic i you know i've been in business continuity plans and those type of things with with customers for example in those kind of discussions and you know like we you know new zealand's a, a place that suffered from earthquake you know we have potential tsunami challenges here you know those kind of things are 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 present to us because of the environment that we live in you know is you know if you look at Auckland for example we have a number of dormant volcanoes right you know like at the end of the day I'm not saying any of them would ever uh go up but you never know you know (laughs) how long they're going to be dormant for so you know those those are just um things that we live with day to day so I guess look you know you have you can plan for this stuff but in the same vein when it happens you've differently. So what helps in that process? Well, I think that, you know, that where you're talking about strengths, I'm a I'm a big believer in this. And I think that if I've seen anything, um in, in over the last year where I, when I started with businesses and, you know, working with business all the time and then went into kind of talking to individuals as more and more people were affected by the the fallout from from COVID. Uh, and that's not just New Zealand, by the way, I'm talking about it all over the world. Um, what I was seeing was that there was a, a lack of of understanding of people's self you know they they weren't really acknowledging who they were and what their what their strengths and capability is and i think that there's the the power in that is 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 almost you know it can't be underestimated because when you truly understand what your true skill sets are and you monitor that and you can take ownership of that you then are a bit more realistic about the value you add to a certain situation and you can you can go towards things that are useful for you and maybe steer clear of things where you may be running into more challenges than you are beneficial stuff you know like and it's going to be you know it's going to make hard work for you now I'm not to say that you shy away from hard work but in the same vein you know, some things will just be con- constantly against you if what you're doing is going for your, what is your, let's, let's term it as weaknesses all the time, because you're going to be constantly challenged. So my, my view is that, you know, like I, I did, um, I've done the Clifton strengths, um, Gallup strengths um, tests and that kind of thing. And what that gave me was a real clarity in my, um, my own personal uh, key strengths and how I can bring that to a, a discussion and how that's gonna enable me. So once you've got that established, then you can, like I said, you claim that you own it, and then you can be confident. It allows you a level of confidence when you're talking to people. And also, when you're then in a wider group, if you're working in a collaborative group, the more you understand about the strengths of those individuals, then when it comes to shared tasks, you start to share things out where people are more focused. So, you know, I may be a strategic thinker primary, but no, you know, like I might not be amazing at um, let's just say detail or something along those lines. You know, I don't know, you know, that my detail might be off or, you know, my, my focus in um, futuristic thinking might not be right there, you know, let's put it that way. So that might be someone else's key strength. So let's, let's give the jobs that are relevant to that person, that stuff, because they're just going to thrive on it. So, you know, as that might not be available and possible in every situation, but when you know it, especially if you're in a group of say five people, you can quickly understand the strengths of those individuals. And then all of a sudden it makes sense of how you actually work as a unit to maximum effect. So when you're talking about high performance, that's a real cool, you know, it's a good way of getting to that quite quickly, I would say.
0: So Stuart, uh, from what all I understand, you started out with doing few tests. I think we have we have some online tests in which you can yeah. understand what sort of personality. There's many, right? there's
1: many types, of course. Um, yeah. But I, I Clifton's uh, Clifton strengths was the one I went with. So yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, according to you, a person who's just starting out, our listeners, yeah, what could be the first two or three top three steps that they can start? To start, so that they can understand their strengths, uh, the ways you you can help them understand how they can go ahead with that.
1: Also, if if you've got. I guess it helps to understand what you're shooting for. So my my thing is, you know, let's let's get some kind of um, bearing, some kind of north star that you're that you're going for. And quite frankly, that can be as big as you need it to be. You know, the goal can be massive. If it, you know, like it can be, it can be one of those things that you think you you may never achieve. It may be like twenty year goal. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think that you know it helps to have a direction. Now to get to that direction, you may make make many different turns in on the, on the journey. That's, it's not important that it's a straight line (laughs) because it will never be that. I think that, you know, you have to admit the fact that there will be chops and changes, right? And ultimately you may change, end up changing the goal. That's cool too. But you know, it helps to have some kind of direction because then you've got a, then you can create a plan around that and then break that down into a logical set of actions that you can do daily that commit to that end goal right so i i think that you know if you're starting out and and i will say also that you know there's a lot of time here to 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 take into consideration so if you're you know like if you're in your um early 20s or even i would say 30s even 40s um then you know like you could just be starting like you could just be finding yourself at this point it's you know like that's not that's not unheard of believe me um you know mine i would say as much later for me so so from that perspective it's just a case of you know when you come to the realization of what you actually want to achieve in life then then you're you've you've got that moment of focus and you can just head towards that but but believe me you're not you never fail at this stuff it's a case of there's continual adjustment in everything that everybody does um, to get to the final goal. And even when you get there, you may find that actually that's not where I want to be. There's something else I want to go and achieve. Because I think that, you know, it's it's just great to have milestones because, if anything, it is the journey, uh, the continual learning, which is the most, you know, um, fulfilling part of it for me.
0: Exciting. So this actually brings me to the, another question because since we are discussing about setting a goal, you mentioned that first one needs to set a goal and that can be, that is flexible actually, that keeps changing yeah. with, it, with time, with people you meet, what experiences you have. So that's bang on, Stuart. Thank you for that first uh, you know, particular advice for people who are starting out for the first time to actually understand who they are, what they want and how they want to go ahead. And now that we are, actually focusing on our inner abilities i also don't want to uh you know tell them that not to focus on the external environment but again it's very important to understand the balance of internal environment by internal environment i mean your own body your mind your feelings okay. your strength and by external we all know you know what's happening in the world or your immediate environment so for yeah. you Stuart, if you want to you know um, with, through your experience if you want to tell the listeners that how they can maybe balance it out or what is the kind of if you can maybe make it a percentage What should they be focusing on internal versus external environment
1: wow um i guess look there's i think balance is key in everything so i you know like there is this concept that uh I think health. I, I wrote about this yesterday. That health is wealth, right? I think that that's you know, if your health is strong, if your mind is strong, then then you can achieve anything because you approach it with a slightly different mindset. I think if you're disadvantaged in those spaces, and you know, some cases it's 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 not something you can necessarily control. But if it's you know, if it's about diet or if it's about exercise or if it's about things that 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 just change your physicality, being outside. I mean, it doesn't. You don't even have to do anything. Go sit on a beach if that's what if that's what makes you feel. You know, if that's what gives you some kind of release, you know, soak up some sunlight, you know, that kind of thing. But um, I, I think that um, there's there's certainly value in I, I'm I you know I've, I've struggled with with weight as my, in my entire life, quite frankly, you know, I'm not going to be, I'll, I'll be completely open about that. It's, it's you know, it's, I'm not necessarily, you know, sometimes I can be, feel great and fit and, and, and healthy and happy. And then other times, you know, I've been a couch potato for months and, you know, like I really pay the, pay the price for that. So, so for me, it's a case of, um, understanding there's balance. So, I, you know, I want to, I still want to live a good life and feel like, you know, I can celebrate from once, once in a while, but in the same vein, I know I've got to put the effort in to actually maintain a, a physical you know to be able to be mo- to be mobile and out there doing things because I don't want to be in a position where you know like I'm suffering with joint pain or issues or, you know, like, you know, easily, easily being kind of like twisting an ankle or something like that. I want to remain strong. So, you know, I know I've got to put the effort in the gym to do that. You know, that's what helps me. And also that's what mentally stimulates me. You know, like I, I can see that there's the efforts paying off. So, you know, that works for me, you know, um, I'm not saying we all need to be gym bunnies. I'm not saying that, but it's just a case of whatever, Works for you, so it might be cycling, it might be swimming, it might be uh, rock climbing. I don't know. It might be skateboarding. Uh, whatever, it, I, whatever your thing is, dance, um, yoga. I don't know, but whatever it is, that blend of work is great, and work will. Is kind of always going to be there in relation to a job that you have and the role that you perform. But um, you know, you've got to temper that with a bit of kind of self-investment and and understanding that, you know, this engine only only performs at its best when you've got, you know, you're actually dedicating some time to it as well. You know, even the likes of, I mean, people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who you may have heard of and and may have seen, you know, his his content, you know, like. It, it, it I, I've, I I followed him in the early stages, and another guy called Kerwin Ray, who's out of Australia, very kind of similar type people, you know, and highly motivational. Both of them I found, and Gary's become, you know, like I've met him on a couple of occasions, met Kerwin on a couple of occasions, and I think that, you know, in 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 that case, it's it's just, you know, like I like to meet these people in person because I don't just think that if you get the opportunity, take it. You know <laughs> Because know. it always pays for itself in that respect. You know, it doesn't matter really what the cost is. The cost is inconsequential in respect of if you go armed with some good questions and you get some great answers, then you know that you're on the right track, and that's what ends up paying back for you. So, yeah, all about investment in yourself, I'm huge on that.
0: That was so interesting. I had amazing fun asking so many questions to you today, Stuart. And thank you so much for patiently answering them. And I see...
1: I you, hope I have answered them.
0: Yeah. I, I feel that you have given a lot of uh, wealth of knowledge to our listeners today. So thank you so much, Stuart, for coming on the show today and sharing your experiences and helping our listeners to take their first step in building their own personal brand and making them understand the importance of why is it so necessary to, you know, concentrate on building your own abilities along with building up, you know, skills and networking with other people. Before you leave, I would really like you to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying or something that you really resonate with and that can, you know, really stay with our listeners.
1: Oh wow. Sometimes people focus on money as as the end result, right? That's the, that that's that's what it is. I think that's the motivator. And I found over time that that's really not it. Um you know, you, the money money comes as a result of delivering massive value. And I think that that for me is really what it's about. If you can, if you can do that, if you deliver value, then people talk about that with other people because they, they say, wow, I found this really interesting thing. And here's, I want to share it with you, so by natural you're going to get a, a, a knock-on effect, which is huge. And you never know who that person's going to be who will come back to you and then have a conversation, which may turn into an opportunity for you to generate an, op- uh, you know, like actually then do what you do professionally, right? So I, I'm I'm a big believer in the delivering the value up front and and understanding what that means. You know, value is an interesting word in itself because it, it then goes into a deeper sense of what people see as what they value. But ultimately, you've got to look at, again, solving the problem, being there for the individual, understanding what it is that's motivating the conversation, and then then delivering on that. So yeah. focus on the value first and what that means for the, the area that you're in, the people that you're speaking to, the client base you want to actually identify with, and the money follows
0: Wasn't that an amazing episode? What a great way to end that episode on. Stuart says, deliver value, focus on value. Everything else will follow. And that is so right. I'm so happy to close this episode on this amazing note today. And please follow us on Spotify, Google or Apple Podcast. Also, if you have any comments, you'd like to give any feedback or if you really like to listen to someone, Please follow us on Instagram, ever underscore in and let me know. And before I take a leave, I would like to say, start believing in yourself and most importantly, keep believing in yourself.